0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the PvE podcast, where we talk with esports industry professionals on various areas in the esports industry, kind of get their insights on how to get started and how to hopefully work full time in the esports industry one day. Today, I'm joined by Isaac, no- otherwise known as IZK Designs on Twitter. He is a graphic motion designer for EU united and E-United Studios and is someone I've known briefly, but also he's helped work on stuff like the overlay you're seeing right now on YouTube. So, Isaac, welcome to the podcast today, man. I'm glad to have you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. And so uh, the first thing and the easiest thing to get into is just kind of give your little background, little, you know, two to five minute elevator pitch on what it is you do and and your experience in the esports industry. Right. And, you know, again, I I appreciate you having me on this because it's
1: one of the things that I uh, um, personally wanted to get into. This is honestly my first podcast I've really been on talking about the subject that I, uh, you know, really love and enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as like, you know, My background, I'm going to talk about my background first, how I got in. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that's going to, you know, be ideal in most cases, especially, you know, just to get to the point as to really how to, you know, get into the space in general. Um, So I actually started back probably when I was a teenager. And Mm -hmm. I started, like, let's say, like, 13, 14 years old. And I ended up uh, getting into the space by really doing these camps. Like, there was, like, one camp that I'd been to. Um, that really taught graphic design in some ways, it was like Mm -hmm. a one week camp and you know, one of the, that camp actually had an instructor that, um, would actually tell my mom that I was good at what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And he would actually like, at one point it was one session, like for a one week session that he told my mom, listen, your son's got to get into this. Like your son is actually this talented. He has the gift of doing this. Mm-hmm. And it was um, it's a big deal for me because when I heard that, I was like, are you serious? I mean, am I really good at this? And I'm like, you know, it, it, and, and, and that's what he that's what he told my mom specifically mm-hmm. um, in, in some form of fashion. Um, but that's kind of how I found about, you know, maybe I should get into this. Maybe I should be able to, uh, you know, do this for potentially a living if maybe I wasn't really thinking of doing it for a living. Mm-hmm. But it was something that I wanted to get into and you know and and that's from that point on i was just into and i really shouldn't have gone this path to a degree and and i'll and you know it's one of those things that i feel like i maybe i should have you know overlooked or really but the path of going to you know those like the gfx designer type of term gfx Mm -hmm. you know and like all these people were just like you know doing banners and such for content creators and you know, things like that. I Get was out, doing getting that.
0: your, getting your name out the door any way you can. I don't yeah. see it too big
1: of an issue. With I, it, I I, yeah, I, I know, but it's like one of those things that, you know, I see, at least, at least right now, I see it as something that's not as exciting. Mm-hmm. But well, at first I was doing like, hey, let's make some thumbnails. And I was, and then I was doing like, and this is going to be very cringe, but uh, Minecraft thumbnails, Minecraft stuff was when I first started doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. But It was like prior to, I think it was actually prior to the camp, but Mm -hmm. the thing is is that I was doing that stuff until I eventually got out of it and then started doing, you know, stuff I'm doing now. Like I Mm -hmm. was into esports and stuff like that. And that's what I wanted to do and enjoy. Um, and that's kind of how I got in initially just doing stuff for content creators and, you know, even I, I even started doing, you know, stuff for smaller companies. Mm-hmm. Um and some of them weren't really companies actually they weren't even certified and at the time I really didn't know uh you know that at the time I didn't know that cuz it was like I was thinking about the recruitment challenges and things like that that's what I was into mm-hmm. as well um but obviously those things for me are kind of a nuisance to a degree um mm-hmm. but you know it's something that I feel like most of us in this industry have started with and you know it's something that I feel like you know in most cases, we're kind of used to, and mm-hmm. and so many people think that maybe outside of it, they're like completely unaware of what's going on. Think it's you know not as interesting. Like, why are you trying to do this? What's the mm-hmm. reasoning behind it? And that's kind of where um, the disconnect between you know most people in the esports and gaming, as opposed to people that are more outside of it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Actually, mm-hmm. it just depends on the it depends on the person which I think makes sense there.
0: Yeah. And, and to be honest, like as cringy as it is in some aspects and things like that, there is a market for it. Like there's people out there that, that want that quick GFX, so to speak, and they want something just easy and simple. to kind of call their own. I mean, I was one of those when I first got in, you know, just having a guy give me a $10 Twitter banner. that has my name. When I'm playing call of duty game battles, like there's oh, a market yeah. for it as, Absolutely. as, as frustrating as it is, everybody starts somewhere. Um, But I guess one of the, questions that begs is like, what made you decide or what caused you to change from you know that kind of lower tier market uh, strategy of design and move into something like United, which is a professional organization that you've been with now for two years? I think what that comes down to was just having the motivation and
1: confidence. Mm -hmm. I I, I mean, I think that is something that I personally feel plays a huge role because if Mm -hmm. you're not going to be committed to it, you're not going to be able to do some of these things. Sometimes commitment is something that I think Um, depending on what goes on, I think the commitment's a a huge deal when Mm -hmm. it comes to, you know, being able to get into it because you got to be willing to be able to make those strides to, you know, listen, this is a very important term to know. i got to be able to know those terms, Mm -hmm. you know, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that goes into this stuff and, um, you know, being able to, you know, learn all that and be willing to go make those decisions for yourself is something that i think is pretty huge in my opinion so making that jump comes down to that in my opinion
0: yeah i agree and i think that that's a perfect segue honestly into the getting started segment that we go through is like what were some of the things you were doing yourself just getting into design you know getting into your feet wet in the esports and gaming scene you know what did you do to set yourself up for success, that you could tell others to maybe try to emulate, or you know, just look at uh, for inspiration when it comes to getting started in design and media design within the esports industry. Yeah, and one of the things that I think is good practice, and
1: something I really should have, you know, took along prior to really doing a lot of this. But really, I, I mean, I personally doesn't really in, wasn't really into that stuff because it was like it's not gaming. Like, mm-hmm. it's not any of that stuff, but really, it's doing stuff that maybe not, ne- maybe that's not necessarily esports or anything mm-hmm. related, but something that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I think doing what you love can play a factor, you know, into doing it. Cause sometimes, sometimes you're not going to want to do, you know, this type of stuff for mm-hmm. the specific industry you're in. You want to try different things. And I think being able to do that is something that I think is a good practice in my opinion to do because of the amount of things that you will be able to know. Like sometimes there's a technique that you may have not, you know, found out about, or or maybe there's something that, you know, mm-hmm. who, um, you wanted to try and, you know, you wanted to give it a go. Maybe you might apply it to something different later on. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I think um, is a good practice on its own.
0: And yeah. I think, I think stressing that I've always stressed that other people, it sounds so cliche, but like I was just having yeah. a conversation with a friend yesterday about it. Um, they're trying to make like a pretty important career changing move. And it's like, just do what you love doing. Cause if you don't do what you love doing, you're going to get burnt out on it. I don't care about the fake it till you make it aspect of it or whatever it is. Like, especially with content creation or any creative practice, you are going to get burnt out. You're already going to get burnt out enough when you love what you're doing. You just are. I don't care who says anything. Everybody's been burnt out at some point, no matter how much you're doing. Exactly. So If you don't love what you're doing, you're just not going to be in it for the long haul. It's not going to last. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing that I feel
1: is, uh, you know, a huge deal and, and a huge practice in that, in that case, you know, like not only just doing what you love, but, you know, also being able to, like, you know, be able to, you know, apply the, you know, different things to other applications. Like sometimes, you know, you may want to learn, you know, like, like you know this type of thing like sometimes there's definitely different, there's different applications for different things mm-hmm. that i think you know is important to know because sometimes you may want to move on to a different application to this thing like sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes you know just being able to do different stuff you know you like in order to do that you gotta use multiple things and i think just sticking with like like first like, like i started with photoshop particularly mm-hmm. like you know that's the only application i used for so many for so many for so long and you know, illustrator and design kind of followed up after that, mm-hmm. because, you know, that's something that I think makes sense. So I think the application of, uh, you know, it play, plays a role and factor. And sometimes you got to need to slowly get yourself into it, but just learning the stuff in general mm-hmm. from uh, from each one, you'll get, a gen- you'll get a new understanding every time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, and- yeah, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, you're good. no, you are good. No, you have the floor. Um, I was just gonna say, so as you've as you've learned those applications and gone to other things and we kind of move into more of the focus point section, is what are the trends you're seeing now? Maybe someone that's already, you know, kind of Gotten a basic understanding of design, maybe they know Photoshop, they know some of the different applications, and they've started go getting their own clientele. You know, what are some of the things that people can be focusing on right now in order to set themselves up for success? Maybe they're trying to get a job with like someone like at United Studios, mm-hmm. and they maybe what is a identifying trend you see in design that they can really focus on to maybe make themselves stand out to as much as their peers. Well, when it comes to, you know, the
1: esports type of industry. Like right now, like we see a lot of the trendsetters being, you know, the Hunter Thebes and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the Sentinels. Actually, I think Sentinels are doing a terrific job, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just a lot of those you know, organizations that may be at the top tier, but they're the ones that are kind of setting a lot of this trends. And what and, and when really those people that work for them, they're responsible for it. And mm-hmm. that's and, and I even know most some of those people, too. And, you know, they're fantastic people. And you know, it, it's one of those things that, you know, I think is important to know. And I mean, yeah, it's not necessarily important to really dwell on a lot of these trends. But a, making it your own is something that I think um, is a big deal. But as far as the trends go, I mean, I've been seeing a lot of these clean, minimalistic stuff. And, I, you know, when we initially got into that at one point and we were like, you know, afterward, it was like, OK, maybe it might be best to kind of spice up a little bit. You know, as mm-hmm. for me and for me and I, for me and I had, you know, like as I was working on a lot of the stuff, you know, the new stuff that's out right now, um, you know, it was something that I wanted to look at was like maybe I'm gonna try making these kinds of elements, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, a little different to what it is, and that's my goal every time. i always trying to make it a little different, but still applying those kinds of trends. So we have been seeing a lot of these clean, minimalistic type of stuff, but also kind of a little bit of noise, kind of a light. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know grunge if you will um not necessarily like a huge amount of it but just something that's a little more it's apparent but it's not necessarily um over oh
0: uh, <sighs> very good keep going You're um, keep
1: yeah going. but let me let me as as i'm trying to get my camera back <laughs> uh there <laughs> we go uh, all right we're good we're good all right we're good we're safe um but yeah uh as i'm trying to get this back was i just did um, yeah, I, I think the one of the most important things, um, you know, from that, in that perspective, you know, mm-hmm. not just, you know, being able to, you know, do those trends, I'm not saying you have to, I mean, sometimes you don't even have to, but I mean, applying some kind of form into that is something that I mm-hmm. think is good, but mm-hmm. obviously not something that's required.
0: Um, yeah, the, I the minimalistic thing, uh, it's really cool. You say that like, not just in regular design, but even apparel design, like I am not bashing these companies at all because I bought their their merchandise and I love their stuff. Like Hunter Thieves is one Gen G's collection they just came out with. Like super minimalistic, like almost insanely minimalistic. Mm -hmm. Like it's just their logo for the most part. It's just kind of in different areas. and But at the same time, that's what consumers are liking right now. That's what they're looking at. So like kind of, and tell me if I'm wrong with this, but you would say like some kind of an up-and-coming designer maybe looking at what do organizations care about? And then how can I apply my own creative spin to that? Um, might be a useful tr- thing to do, maybe. Yeah, I, I would mm-hmm. say, you know, just being able to, uh, you know, just be able
1: to, like, obviously, I mean, sometimes those up and coming people, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's and there's really nothing wrong with it. Like sometimes, you know, they, I mean, they do a good job and other times it, it depends on the consistency, you know, mm-hmm. what, you know, going into that. But of course, aside from that, though. Yeah, I would say you know if you're able to pull some of that off, or at least something that kind of intrigues you know um, those kinds of organizations. It's not saying esports is really going to be that intriguing because mm-hmm. sometimes because they're they're really really a lot of them are going to be looking at more stuff that are outside of it. Like, are you able to perform this task, or you mm-hmm. have a great understanding of this? Not saying it has to be esports. Like like you know if you if you know a uh, George Nowak, mm-hmm. uh, you know George. Um, I was watching one of his streams one time. And he actually, uh, you know, mentioned that you know I started doing this type, this, started doing design, not necessarily in esports, but I was able to like layouts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He started with that, and then ultimately applied that understanding and and those principles to be able to do that. And I, and I think that's very important. Um, mm-hmm. So I would definitely, uh, you know, say that it's uh, very important in that regard to. Not only you know have the understanding of, you know this is what they like, but it doesn't mean I have to do what they like. Mm-hmm. But also just being able to have that understanding of that,
0: of course. And I know you already mentioned, obviously, United is someone anyone should look to for design influence. Um, but other than e United, uh, in the United Studios, and you mentioned Sentinels, who are some just quick like examples you would throw out there for someone that's like I don't know where to start when I look at like you know, people that are kind of saying the trends and kind of progressing things forward with design, like where would you tell people to look when it comes to that um, just to kind of get step one uh, solved, so to speak? I would definitely look at Behance and Dribble;
1: those kinds of websites. I would even look at Pinterest sometimes, depending on Mm -hmm. where you go. But Mm -hmm. those are the three main ones that I would personally go to, um, which I think is very important. And like just to have those types of things, maybe not important, but just like, you know, I mean, you can really find anything anywhere, you know, even mm-hmm. if you're just going out, He's, of course, nobody's really going out right now, mm-hmm. but like, you know, it's something that I personally think it can really come from anywhere. It doesn't have to be from a specific organization or company. It just has mm-hmm. to be from maybe those kinds of websites or, you know, you know, whatever you feel is uh, inspiring to you.
0: Okay. And as we move into kind of like, the state of the industry and the state of design, we've already talked about minimalistic things and, you know, more of cleaner versions, but what do you think is the state of design industry right now, particularly within eSports, good and bad, you know, what is your overall assessment of, if you were talking to somebody who didn't know anything about it, maybe they're a designer, in a completely different lane, you know, what would your answer be to them when they're like, Hey, what's the state of, of your industry right now? Like what's going on? You know, for me, that's kind of a tough question
1: because I know, right now tough. it's like, you know, we don't know like we don't mm-hmm. know exactly where it's going to be in mm-hmm. like the next 5 to 10 years because mm-hmm. i think like right now at least from my, my perspective it's still kind of up in the air mm-hmm. and i think from the from the state of it we're in a good spot but we got to continue that momentum and mm-hmm. i think that's an important thing to know is like like yeah esports is not necessarily I, i'm going to say at least not all of it is necessarily mainstream Mm-hmm. Because a lot of game titles in, are in a spot where they're not necessarily mainstream titles mm-hmm. or they're just like, like, do we really want to broadcast this? Like we like, I just understood that, you know, like Call of Duty. Not, I'm not saying that, you know, it's a terrible game. Like, I mean, of plus United is, you know, has been in it. And I and honestly, I mean, going back to the championship years, I mean, those those were like the best years for me working. United and I think it's a it's a big deal for a lot of people and everybody enjoys it mm-hmm. um, for those that do and but I'm talking about from like a mainstream media perspective it, it's related to you know how you know you know armed armed weapons definitely plays a factor from the mainstream you know type of thing like do we really want to broadcast this to other people that may not understand it or mm-hmm. is it something that's going to be like but then we have movies and stuff like that that include that stuff mm-hmm. so why not video game you know stuff that's kind of where i'm I'm kind of at a loss but obviously mm-hmm. that plays you know its own role you know obviously there's a rating factor mm-hmm. and you know how that applies i think that's kind of what's stopping it a little bit um i mean we all know like you know like Fortnite. that was that was eventually like the world cup was broadcasted at one point mm-hmm. and then you have you know other game titles like rocket league that was actually um, broadcasted on ESPN. (laughs) Sometimes Mm -hmm. I I think I want, I got to watch, um, it was the Madrid major, um, which I, which was rebroadcasted on ESPN. Mm -hmm. And, um, obviously that's one of the things I will say. I, I think we're, we're definitely a good position from a community standpoint. Mm -hmm. I won't say we're fully there yet from a mainstream
0: standpoint. I think Call of Duty is a tricky, tricky one because it's so war focused, but you have seen games like CSGO has been on ESPN before street fighters, been on ESPN street Fighters. I mean, it's one-on-one and it's kind of arcade but it is, I mean, it's fighting. Yeah. And then traditional sports, you have the UFC, which arguably is one of the bigger like pay-per-view styles. Oh yeah. So it's definitely possible. I think it's just, it, I think it all depends on what the state of the world is from like a geopolitical perspective. That's a whole other conversation. A whole another conversation. Yeah. A whole other absolutely. conversation. Um, but those are definitely good points. Uh, so as we move now into my favorite topic, that I say every single one, which is the failures aspect is like uh, we were talking about this before the podcast for anyone listening is like, you know, how do we go about doing this section of the podcast? Because there's a lot of different ways you could go about it. And what I told Isaac and, and what he's going to really do is like, what could you wish you have told yourself? Just getting in the industry, like some things to avoid, like some of the failures you've had personally within design, maybe how you've conducted yourself in esports, whatever it is, something that you know you could save someone else from making that same mistake and be able to progress quicker.
1: I think when it comes to failures, like I mentioned this already, you know, I think I, I think I mentioned it. Already. No, maybe actually I didn't. <laughs> it was actually <laughs> something a little different. Um, so one of the failures that I feel you know comes into play, and I think it comes from a you know. A specific standpoint that I, I, you know, for me personally, it's hard for me to really, you know, talk about it, but like, obviously, we're young, you know, mm-hmm. like young of course. And it's just, you know, it, like sometimes, you know, I make, there are mistakes that have been made, you know, from a, you know, standpoint where maybe I've said something that I feel like I shouldn't have or anything like that. But I think one of the failures that I really struggle with and still kind of do, depending on, you know, what it is, um, is, you know, being able to, you know, try to be you know as you know conservative about what you say on social media. Mm-hmm. And I think obviously that may be not necessarily design related, but I think it applies to everybody. You know, sometimes people say stuff on social media that really shouldn't be said, or maybe it's just worded differently that it's interpreted differently. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, depending on the the circumstances, you know, what you say once it's out there, it's out there. And I think, especially if you're a designer, you're trying to engage with your clients. Mm -hmm. You're not necessarily looking to be, you know, doing like, let's say you put on some video of, you know, something ridiculous. And I don't know, I I don't know what the right example that would be, Mm -hmm. but it would be something that, uh, you know, you just got to be wary of what you're putting out there and what you're saying.
0: Yeah. Now, nowadays, I mean, it's been more serious circumstances, so it's t- this is totally warranted. But you're seeing some people that have maybe done something that is you know, sexually explicit in nature or they said something was discriminatory in nature like six years ago and on Twitter. And someone's pulling it up. And like I've seen people now, rightfully so, in my opinion, but they've gotten like higher positions in esports, like in C-level positions. And then someone's like, well, what about this? They said in 2017, on Twitter and it's like some misogynistic comment or something like that. And they lost their position because of it. I'm making right. this a factor because like some people don't realize, like I know, I don't think I've, I've definitely haven't said anything that drastic, but I've said some stuff that like, I wish I would have said when I was like 16, 17 years old on Twitter. Um, but like, like you said, like even a lot of people in this industry are young and they don't, it's, they don't, honestly think about like what they say, what you say matters. It doesn't matter at this point in our, in our country, in our world, it doesn't matter what your age is really, whether you're 17 or 27, like it doesn't matter. It's still going to affect you professionally.
1: Right. And, and one of the other things that I'm just going to break this as an example, it's of already course. been, it's already been mentioned, but like, like out there, it's already out there, but mm-hmm. like, you know, like one of the people that I personally have looked up to, um, you know he used to work in the Overwatch League i'm not really going to say his name mm-hmm. but like you know and, but he but he had some whole issues with sexual misconduct mm-hmm. and i feel like you know it, it hurts when i say it cuz i congratulated him on his position when he got mm-hmm. in and i was like a private conversation and i i felt absolutely maybe not devastated but like i didn't even really feel bad for the guy personally mm-hmm. but the fact of the matter is I was I congratulated him on his accomplishments. Mm-hmm. And this is how he handles everything. And it's not even just him. It's like a lot of people in esports nowadays or gaming in general. I have seen people um do this stuff. Not even that, but like everywhere and it's just mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely a problem and obviously that's a whole different topic for another day, but mm-hmm. it really um it just hurts me,
0: you know, yep, seeing and- all that. And even on a lighter note, like just kind of finish on a lighter note, is like it can even be something that's conflict of interest. Like if I go work for G Fuel as a designer, but I've literally tweeted out a thousand times about how good rogue energy is, like that's not something that as serious, but that's something that is like if you're working towards a goal, understand like everything you say matters. So, like if you're saying, like, I want to work for G Fuel one day, yeah, you keep promoting all their industry competitors. Like that may not, that's not technically a bad thing, but if they're looking through your resume and they're looking through your social media, which most like really good employers do, they might be like, wow, do we really want this dude? Like how bad does he want it compared to the 20 other applicants we have? You know what I mean? Absolutely. So just to even have it more on a more practical level when it comes to social media conduct, like you got to think about what you're saying and why you're saying it. Um, you don't want to be too calculated because you always want to be yourself, but you have to be, you have to be understanding of what you're doing. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So as as we go, in, the failures was a really good segment. I really appreciate that. As we go into to, to future outlooks, you know, what do you think in design can be more developed and more sought after that isn't being sought after right now? Like maybe like something that's two to five years down the road, maybe somebody can get ahead of the game a little bit that you think design is going towards in esports um, to kind of really get a leg up. Mm, I mean, that's a tough one because we don't know what's going to happen in the next few of
1: years. Of course. Where know, would right? you go, I guess? I, I, like, I mean, where go? I mean, where would I go? You know, it's something <laughs> that I, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. just, I mean, I just want to be able to every time, maybe not every time, but just mm-hmm. my goal is to always go outside the box. And mm-hmm. obviously, that's a very cliche way to put it. But I think, you know, being able to come up with the ideas that is necessary. You know, just being able every time to make a different result is something that, in general, is important. Mm-hmm. Because every every because they don't want to be exactly this. Like, I mean, I've seen people do, you know, use templates, those Fiverr templates, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and 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 it's just it's not the best thing in the world. And obviously, everyone wants to have their own unique way of going about it. Mm-hmm. But really, nobody is going to be unique. Unique, like nobody's going to be as original about it but it's mm-hmm. going to be their take on it because not, and I've seen all these, Everybody like, Hey, you copied this person or you copy that person. And this is kind of like something that happened not too long ago, but um, um God darn, do I say his name? says, uh, uh, actually um, there was at one point where he actually called out a United. Mm-hmm. And I think I had, the, I had a very nervous breakdown about it. It was like for the mm-hmm. whole day. and uh it was something that uh for me you know maybe at the time it was a little it was hard it was hard because he was like one of the people that i looked up to at the time Mm -hmm. and going back now you know i mean we kind of we made up about it we're fine Mm -hmm. now but it's like you know just it was one of those days where it was just like really devastating for me it's like i worked hard on this but then we have people going in like some people say yeah he copied 100t then then we're like oh but it's not really a copy at all. It's like literally everything that most people would do.
0: Yeah. And that's kind of where originality,
1: you know, plays a role.
0: Yeah. Design is so, is so interesting because originality is so important because you look at marketing, for example, right. And like meme culture, like if someone starts a meme, that meme doesn't belong to that person. You know what I mean? Like people copy memes, people copy social media trends all the time. Like go go look at G2, like, g2 c9 and liquid go look at their social media pages and it's just them like pulling like yep that's a good meme yep that's a good post like and they just use it on their own and they spin it how they want it but it's technically not theirs like if you right. think about it from a from a practical standpoint but in design it's a lot different because that originality is so important to designers um exactly and i understand it I, i'm not discrediting it it makes total sense it's just funny how it's so much different in design than in other you know avenues of esports exactly and mm-hmm. you know that in, that in itself
1: is just it's just a hard thing to really discuss because everybody keeps talking about it but they don't actually take action mm-hmm. and that's kind of where it comes into play now i'm not saying i take action every time mm-hmm. you know sometimes i may you know not saying i do every time sometimes mm-hmm. i might pull something but not actually like you know do it exactly from head to toe. Mm-hmm. you know sometimes you have to like you know be able to do that. But then people say, Can I copy your homework? Sure. Just don't make it too obvious. But those people are typically like, you know, actually doing it intentionally. Mm -hmm. There's many that do it but they don't like necessarily steal it, if you get Mm -hmm. what I mean. That's kind of where it comes into play. But
0: yeah. No, I understand what you're saying. And design is so much hard work put into that. Like a meme's a meme. Like I'm not comparing the two at all. I don't want anybody. No, exactly. To think I am. Culture. I'm just trying. to, Yeah, I'm just trying to make a kind of a slight comparison. But I totally understand how much and they really care about that. Um, right. So you're saying for future outlooks is just focus on being original and and looking at like looking ahead to what you can do more so than just following whatever else is doing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. okay uh so as we get into the last section here it's been really good conversation i wanted to give isaac the floor on this because this is something really important to him um it's a really unique dealer's choice for anyone listening i i highly suggest that you adhere to what he's going to say because when he told me it was very unique so i'm going to shut up and i'm gonna let isaac take the floor on this and isaac for your dealer's choice what you want to talk about today is completely on you, man. thank you so
1: much and this is something that i've been meaning to share for some people for most not somebody but really anybody who's you know, wants to, you know, be able to hear this. And I think everybody, you know, for those that are struggling with a lot of what I'm going through, and which I will explain, um, I think it's best to hear this. And I think it's important to, you know, be able to, you know, take this and, you know, I think apply it to a lot of different things. So nobody really knows about this about me, but I'm diagnosed with ASD or autism autism spectrum disorder um, at a very young age. And, um, you know, during that time, over time in my life, You know, I had to go through so much uh, therapy and, you know, things like that, that in my opinion, um, you know, was a struggle, but obviously, and I still do it. I still have to struggle with it today, but uh, something that, you know, that many people have told me, you know, that I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to be able to do specific certain things. Like I'm not really going to be able to, you know, eat this or do that. That's what I struggled with over time or really just being able to, you know, verbally explain myself is still a struggle today. And, you know, I think one of the things that is very important to understand no matter who you are, you know, I, I, I mean, I mean, you, you can, you're able to achieve the goals that you want in life. And, you know, no, even if you you know, are disabled and things like, like, look at like, um, who's the best example. Like we have, uh, you know, like so many people out there that, you know. Maybe aren't necessarily in esports, but are you know advocates and you know sp- you know speakers that are able to you know express their feelings and thoughts about a lot of this stuff. And you know one of the things that I strive to be is an example in esports. Maybe whether I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm not really a gamer or professional player, but I think I I'm able like just being in the professional side of it is a huge deal for me and being able to you know, just express myself, whether it's through design or just through social media in general is a huge deal for me as well. And, you know, having to struggle with what I go through today is, you know, it's hard, but, um, even though you are, you know, you know, have whatever's going on, you know, no matter, it depends on, obviously it depends on who you are, but, um, you know, as somebody who goes through this every day, it's a big deal for me to be able to do this and, um, it's a huge deal for, me to be able to um you know be the best i can be so it's a big deal
0: that's awesome man and like i i'm not even going to say anything back to that i'm i'm more of like you said you said what you need to say and like you said enough like i'm not going to try to like play off of that or like add on to it but it's just really inspirational man that like a lot of people think they're struggling with some things and some people are obviously i'm not just anyone's anyone's struggles or trials but i'm not either i appreciate some people some people they think they're going through things or think they're having a hard time. And then you hear other stories of what other people have done. And you're like, okay, what I'm doing is not really that hard. Not everybody's like that, but some people are like me, like you, just you, you slap me in the face in a good way of like, I think my day is hard right now doing some stuff and like achieving stuff. But like, it's, it pales in comparison to some of the stuff, like people like you have had to deal with on a daily basis. And some of the, you know, just inner battles you have to go through. So it's really inspirational. man. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, no problem. I'm I'm yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, just, but, yeah. it's just a great deal. Yeah. So it's, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Like like I said, there's nothing too much to add on to that, but thank you for for sharing that and for, for giving everybody in here good insights on not just esports industry as a whole, but how to conduct yourself as a person and how to push yourself as a person like you have um, Isaac, that is a perfect note to end on, in my opinion. Thank you so much for your insights. And before we go, if you want to plug anything you want to plug anything you and I related, related you, you, the floor is yours, man.
1: Yeah. Um, just feel free to follow me on Twitter if you want. I mean, I might post some random stuff right now, but, uh, very soon the Bob projects on the way, but, um, yeah, if you want to follow my work, definitely check it out. If you haven't obviously, you know, (laughs) your decision, but I really appreciate it. You know, it's a big deal, but, uh, yeah man okay. of course that's, that's what i'm gonna plug today just my twitter account that's it
0: awesome so yeah for, his twitter account's on the screen for anyone watching it on youtube but also all his links all his links and united's will be on the description below um and if you're watching this on uh spotify or any podcasting platform it's izk designs this is twitter it'll also be in the description of the podcast yes so sir. please check it out there um and thank you so much isaac for joining us again today and i appreciate it so much man no problem thank you so much Yep. Thank you all for listening to PVP and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank y'all so much.